Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very, very pleased to be, uh, to be representing Australia at the ASX at this conference. I think that we're the only ASX uh, presenter at the uh, Sprott Symposium. I'm very pleased to have the support of uh, Sprott and, and Rick uh, to invite us along to tell you a very exciting update in the company's um, progress, particularly with its Productora Copper project over in Chile. So who are Hot Chile? We're one of the leading emerging copper producers on the ASX. Um, we listed back in 2010. We had the discovery at Productora um, in the low coastal range um, area north of Santiago um, in the Chilean coastal cordillera. Uh, it's a very exciting discovery that over the past three and a half years um, has seen probably the fastest drill out and development and growth of a large scale bulk tonnage copper asset um, that has occurred in the past five years. I'm just going to, um, to give you a very brief summary at the beginning of uh, some of the key highlights uh, that are occurring right now for Hot Chili, which make it a very exciting time for the company and its development. Little disclaimer. So firstly, Hot Chili. Hot Chili uh, has developed um, from discovery through to a very critical stage um, with 70% of a pre-feasibility completed with a very critical mass of resources and reserves built up now and moving into a, a production heading, um, taking forward a bulk tonnage copper pro project um, that is positioned for around 60,000 tonnes of annualised copper production, 30,000 ounces of gold production uh, and moving that forward in about half the development time frame that it usually takes to develop one of these assets. And we've been very successful at meeting most of our development timeframes, um, but I guess it is a very, very aggressively oriented company. Um, in that time, we've been one of the leading copper copper, um, emerging copper producers on the ASX, and we've seen uh, quite a lot of value built up um, in a very short period of time. In the first quarter of this year, we were able to uh, reach a critical mass of 1.2 million tonnes of copper and over a million ounces of gold out of, a, out of a coastal production hub which we're developing close to infrastructure at about 800 metres altitude. The business case for, for uh, Hot Chile in the beginning was about going over uh, to Chile and breaking into an area of Chile that, um, that has not previously been, been able to have been, uh, I guess, um, unravelled out of the hands of the Chilean majors. We were the first deal... Uh, that Cadelco did in 23 years um, in a joint venture partnership. And we also successfully um, completed the first joint venture deal with CMP, Chile's largest iron ore producer. And CMP, a vertically integrated steel business, um, and originally state-owned, uh, hold most of this coastal range area very tightly through tenement positions, surface rights, and also the ownership of all of the major infrastructure um, and that relates to their past. Um, to get into low coastal altitude projects into Chile and to keep out of the high Andes with the very large CapEx projects that most of you are very well aware um, have, been, uh, have been experiencing a lot of trouble in these capital markets, um, this is something that the company positioned itself um, for, for in the very beginning. We were very successful in doing these joint ventures. We were very successful in getting the discovery three months after listing and since then, we've had a very, very aggressive drill out. So Productora is the flagship project. Um, at this point in time, 
Um, we're poised to complete a pre-feasibility, moving into definitive feasibility and positioning a project into production in early 2018. One of the key things that the market in Australia has been waiting for for hot chilli, and uh, this is the only milestone that we have missed on in the company's history, um, has been the delivery of a, of a joint infrastructure agreement with our partner CMP. This is a joint infrastructure agreement which effectively clears the way for product, for, for product Tora to be developed in a very short time frame at a very low cost um, with a significant capital advantage We're one of the lowest capital intensity projects emerging in the Chilean copper space. This joint venture is about six months behind because of unfortunately a very tragic event with the CEO of um, CAP, the parent company of CMP, last year. Uh, we've managed to, uh, to bring that back on track, complete our due diligence, um, and we're in execution phase at the moment. This is an imminent deal, and this is a transformational deal for the company, and this is something which ties into the project a Chilean major and incentivises them to develop this asset in a very shortened time frame, um, most importantly with a port that has already been built sitting next to the project to commercialise this asset. Funding is extremely important in this market, and we've had very, very strong support from a number of um, very large parties, including uh, our friends here at Sprott. Uh, the company is very well positioned um, with $22 million in cash, and uh, following the completion of a $25 million debt facility, uh, we've been able to successfully implement our project funding strategy, which was about freezing the capital structure of the company as early as we can. Most juniors that take on um, projects of this size, and this is certainly not a tier one asset, this is a tier two asset. Um, most people um, in the industry um, fall into the trap of uh, destroying capital structures when you succeed in discovering something of this size. And that is something that Hot Chile has been very, very aware of um, and has navigated very effectively. And certainly the project funding of Productora has been brought in early. Uh, the company completed a first reserve of nine years um, we've uh, put in place a secured debt facility which has allowed us to avoid a dilutive capital raising and importantly push us into a definitive feasibility um, and into, into the arms of traditional large party finance groups um, that the company has been working with for over 18 months um, aligned for the, for the definitive feasibility. What we have at the moment um, is drill rigs um, about to turn in the next day or so and we have all of the preparation going underway for a major drilling campaign to kick off in parallel with the last stages of the pre-feasibility to be delivered. Just on the corporate overview, as I've mentioned, um, we have a very sizable cash position now. Uh, we have another $15 million undrawn on that facility, about 350 million shares and quite a pedigree list of shareholders which has supported the company and allowed us to fund over $102 million in about three and a half years since we listed this company. This is what the deposit looks like. It's an at-surface, sub-vertical, uh, hosted ore body. It's a chalcopyrite-dominated copper system. Uh, this is our first reserve in pink uh, and our first open pit. This is very preliminary. It's 2.3 kilometres long. It's the central pit area of a deposit that is about nine kilometres in strike length. Um, this is where the concentration of the higher grade material is at this point and where we focus most of the drill out um, to establish our first reserve. Very importantly with our first reserve, not having a, com a completed pre-feasibility 
um, in place. Um, we've been very conservative with est this estimate. We effectively created a reserve that had to remove 100 metres of waste from the top of the deposit. And uh, that's not because the ore body uh, commences from 100 metres, it actually commences from surface. And we're, not as, we're not as advanced as we would like on the oxide, so we called it waste. We're not as advanced on the metallurgy with the transitional material, so we called it waste. We made this pit strip 100 metres of waste and we still got 90 million tonnes out of it. So the upside that we see in front of ourselves from completing the metallurgical work, even at low end benchmarking, um, is going to see very significant growth in this reserve without putting another drill hole in it. We're putting more drill holes in parallel with the completion of the pre-feasibility. We expect a very significant growth in this reserve in the coming six to nine months. This is what the pit and the layout of the site looks like. A little bit of statistics on what exactly the pre-strip component looks like. 27 million tonnes, um, but when we take out about 16 million tonnes of oxide, I can, I can assure you that uh, the capital up front to, uh, to start uh, producing copper um, is very small. At the moment, we have a four to one strip ratio on this conservative estimate. That's due to go to a three and a half to one just by capturing the oxide that we're pre-stripping and then moving towards three to one out of the targeted program that we're completing this year. This is what the oxide looks like, something that Hot Chili had never really considered. It was a sulphide dominant ore body to surface and we really did not think much of the oxide. Um, but when you drill 220,000 metres of drilling, um, some 920 holes in about a two and a half year concerted drilling effort, uh, I guess the oxide growth really crept up on us. We have a very scalable project um, that is part of material that we had assumed we would just pre-strip out of the way, um, somewhere in the order of 30 to 40 million tonnes in line with global averages for oxide grade. Um, is really just a bit of a bonus for us. So we're, we're advancing the metallurgy quite quickly on this opportunity now, and certainly looks like it's going to parallel about another 10,000 tonnes of copper production for the first eight years of the project in line with the sulphide concentrate production. This is what the resource looks like. Again, this is a project that we've aligned with global reserve averages of around about half a percent copper. Um, this is where most of the world's copper comes from. Um, most of the drilling has been very focused towards reserve definition and really, I guess, efficient exploration and resource development expenditure, not drilling material that is not going to come out of the ground. That's why we've focused on the central three kilometres. We've scouted the rest of the eight kilometres and we'll be going to those key areas for growth on the asset shortly. At the moment, we have about 215 million tonnes. We conservatively um, estimate this project is north of 300 million tonnes. Um, but that growth and navigating your financing is something, again, our, uh, our development strategy is very much driven by our funding strategy. And in time, we see that this system is, uh, is, is extremely large. And we'll be putting holes into some of that area this year. This is what the ore body looks like in detail up close on the resource. There's a cross-section there that shows the distribution of the copper metal. This is bulk tonnage. It's about 300 metres wide, the system. The pit goes to about 350 metres depth at this stage. This is a long section of about five kilometres of the central system. You can see the distribution of copper, gold, molybdenum, and where that central pit area is at this stage. To the north and south, um, these are clear areas of oxide growth um, that will look like they're going to be optimising into 
um, oxide pits in the coming months. Um, these are part of the capture for our reserve growth um, that we aim to deliver by the end of the first quarter um, next year. I guess something else that, uh, that has always been a bit of a standout for hot chilli is the R&D technology, um, the very technical approach that we've always applied um, in our exploration and our, our development projects, um, not just in hot chilli but also the founders and the technical team behind this in their past. A lot of the ex-Placer R&D technology is in this company. A lot of the ex-Placer generative group work for this company. Um, these are probably um, company names that are more familiar to the North American market. And we've been able to use techniques um, that were in-house techniques, allowing us to predictively discover new zones, even within the waste zones of the open pit that we thought we'd drilled out and successfully defined as waste. At the end of last year, we had two very exciting high-grade discoveries within the pit in waste areas. Getting cost production um, down in Chilean copper operations is all about mining cost. It's all about strip ratio. So having these successes and converting waste into ore in areas that were meant to be drilled out, and I think you're going to see a lot of photos with a lot of drill pads and wonder how exactly can he find more ore within that three-kilometre pit area. And we've, we successfully found about another 20 million tonnes in a waste zone that had 40 by 80 drilling out uh, in it last year. And it was certainly very high grade and added a lot to our uh, reserve inventory. So our rate of discovery is increasing. We've uh, completed a very uh, extensive review of the system. Um, you can see there with the colours of those polygons representing some of our ranked targets nine reserve growth targets sitting in and around the central pit where the central pit will grab those and about 19 regional exploration targets. We actually haven't stepped outside onto anything that is not low-hanging fruit on this mineral system. This was a tech discovery back in the 90s. No one could get their hands on it for 25 years until Hot Chili came along and spent five years consolidating and bringing together all of the parties to allow a nine-kilometre deposit that had been sitting next to a port um, undrilled and undeveloped um, to be taken forward. Um, that was the persistence that we showed and certainly our ability to work with the Chilean majors is something that uh, I think is a key differentiator. Again, on this predictive targeting model, when you um, do smart things like apply 38-element geochemistry to every assay, uh, whether it's downhole, whether it's surface, every assay we do 38-element geochemistry. You build up 160 or 170,000 assays and you give it to some of the smartest people in the world that used to work in Placer, finding all bodies predictively. I mean, this is what has allowed us to correlate directly copper to an alteration response. This is what gave us habanero uh, discovery within the waste wall, the 181 metre 1% copper hit at the end of last year, and also a new discovery, Ricotto. We've drilled two of these targets. We've got another nine. And we have two from two at the moment. Um, and on Monday, um, Ricotto starts an expansion drill out on that first two holes in the discovery zone there. This is, uh, this is I guess, um, coming back to my point. Never, ever think you're too smart in this game. Never, ever think that uh, infield drilling has defined an ore body. And we had the yellow part of the ore body sitting there, um, all of the up-dip drilling, the eastern wall drilled out, and, uh, and that was that. Then we applied uh, the alteration geochemistry after knowing that uh, habanero was a success. We saw 
this pink alteration that you see on there, potassic alteration, actually dipping back the opposite way to the ore body like it had done at Habanero. We extended two holes and that was the result. Um, about a third of this is sitting in the pit. We only have two holes in it. We have 800 metres of strike length sitting directly in and under the pit um, and then the central portion of our first reserve pit to be completed. Moving through this drilling program, um, it's about a smarter approach, an increasing success rate, and starting to um, really move this into a production path. The overall development time frame, we have nine years of mine life secured now. We aim to complete our pre-feasibility um, with a 12 to 15 year mine life captured. Overall, we're targeting a 20 year mine life project. Um, the last five years will be paid for from production. Uh, I guess this, uh, this, this approach um, that we've, we've had has always been about cutting the development time frame of these large-scale copper projects in half. They're typically 12 to 13 years discovery to development. We're trying to do it in seven, um, and that is the opportunity. Um, commodity timing windows, and they open, they close very quickly. We like where copper's going to be in 17, 18. We're positioning this project as a new emerging mid-tier, a very low capital intensity project um, that is certainly receiving a lot of attention from a lot of the traditional large strategic groups that fund these things. And this is all about doability. It's the location of Productora. Um, when you have port, power, rail, low altitude, and an ore body that processes with seawater without a desal plant, um, what you have is an emerging project um, that is one of the lowest capital intensity projects um, coming into the market. So we have a very successful um, strategy um, to date, we have a very exciting next 9 to 12 months with a lot of news flow targeting a lot of um, in growth at that asset. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll probably leave you with some of the Chilean copper statistics. This is where Product Taurus sits in all of the emerging copper space over in Chile. And that's the size of our yellow bubble now. Um, it's going to be about twice that size in the next nine months, sitting at the very low end of the capital intensity curve. Thank you very much for your time.